I really went from two of the greatest weeks of predictions of my life to guessing less than half of the games correctly. I don't even know how to process this. Welcome back, everybody, to the Center of College Football. I'm your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, recording, as always, from the Center of College Football, Lincoln, Nebraska. And today, I'm going to go ahead and talk about what happened last week in Conference Championship Weeks. As I said, it was bad. Um, I did not project games very well uh went five and six on the week five for 11 not great at all um but it was look it was a crazy week um when i said in my description last week there's still more time for chaos there definitely was time for chaos so let's go ahead and jump into it first off was utsa versus western kentucky for the conference usa i thought utsa had started to sputter out and that was very very far from the truth Frank Harris did Frank Harris things, 218, two touchdowns. And since McCormick had the night that a lot of people expected all year, 204 yards, three touchdowns. This team played lights out, seven touchdowns. But Western Kentucky played amazing too, had a chance to win on the last drive. Bailey Zappi threw for 577 yards and four touchdowns. He is four touchdowns away from tying Joe Burrow's all time or, or single season touchdown record and has one less game to do it. They got App State for their bowl game. It's not going to be easy, but I really, really hope he does it. So congratulations to the UTSA Roadrunners on their conference championship. Next, Utah versus Oregon. And this literally went exactly how it went 13 days prior. Utah even scored the exact same amount of points, 38-10. Anthony Brown did not play well at all. 13 for 24, 147, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. And Utah just dismantled them i mean ruled the ground game 191 yards which the thing is it's it's not amazing but that's where they got all their work done rising had a subpar night 171 touchdown two interceptions but look utah did what they needed to do and now they're going to the rose bowl so shout out the youths here niu at kent state um yeah uh, this is not what i expected i expected Kent State to give some sort of a fight, NIU ruled the game. Um, they won 41-23 and just, they they ruled the entire game. They just, and this this may be one of the best redemption stories of the season. They were 0-6 last year, and I predicted them to go 2-10. Um, I said they were going to be the punching bag of this conference, pretty much in my preseason predictions for them. Every time it came to one of their games, I just blew past them and gave them an L, but they went to conference champion, and this is this is truly amazing. So, good job, NIU. Baylor and Oklahoma State. This was by far the most entertaining conference championship game of this weekend. It looked like it was going to be a Baylor blowout. They were up twenty-one to six going into the half. Oklahoma State actually gave a second half shutout, which makes this win even more impressive for Baylor. Oklahoma State had seven shots at the end zone. On that last drive inside the five I think and came up inches short of a playoff spot and Baylor just the redemption stories from this year are so amazing going from two and seven to ten and two or eleven and two and conference champion this is impressive so Baylor Bears doing what they need to do to win the big 12 another great redemption story utah state san diego state i kind of felt like both these teams lucked their way into the conference championship they're both kind of frauds but i thought san diego state was the much better team especially after utah state's loss to wyoming this was not the case utah state slaughtered i mean royally dismantled san diego state 
for this win. I mean, <laughs> Sandy or Utah State could have stopped scoring at a half and it would have been over. I expected Blake Anderson to be a good coach here at Utah State. I expected him to do good things here. I expected him to fix this program. But in a year going from one win to 10, that's impressive. That's genuinely impressive. And they have a shot at a Pac-12 team again. They've already beaten one Pac-12 team this year with Washington State. They have a shot at another one in the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl because that's a thing now um, to play Oregon State. So, yeah, the Aggies have done a great job. Appalachian State at ULL. This was not the beatdown it was last time these two teams played. But before Billy Napier leaves for Florida, they end with a conference championship. They're 12-1, and the best season in their history. I'm still scratching my head on how they lost to Texas. But they got one game left against Marshall, who this is... The bowl games this year are amazing. They're some of the best I've seen in a long time. Houston at Auburn. Um, UCF versus Florida is amazing. LSU-Kansas State is going to be a ton of fun. Marshall-Louisiana is one of the more lackluster ones, and I think Louisiana should roll on that game and get to 13-1. and um, But both these teams are great, and what they've done this year is amazing. Next, um, Georgia fans, I just want to apologize to you. It, it must be painful because you always get this sense of hope um, and it, it gets squandered. You were up 10 nothing over Bama. Alabama proceeded to score 41 of the next 55 points. Bryce Young pretty much won the Heisman in this game going up against the best defense probably in the country and slinging 421 yards and three touchdowns. Um, another one on the ground because, you know, he can. I um, did not expect this from Bama. Um, I've been kind of cynical of them all year. But they played a perfect game. And that Alabama-Cincinnati game is going to be amazing. And I cannot wait to say Ahmad Gardner lined up against Jamison Williams. That is going to be the greatest cornerback wide receiver matchup ever. Ever. Cincinnati-Houston, this game was not nearly as close as it looked. Um, it was 14-13 to 13 going into the half, and then in Cincinnati fashion, they're like, okay, yeah, we're bored, and just blew them out. 21 points in the third quarter. Yeah, um, Cincinnati's ready for the playoffs, and I honestly think they have a shot at Bama. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of these teams, these group of five teams where it's like, oh, if they win out, they can make the playoff. Um, tend to fall in the worst possible spots. Um, Houston in 2016 had a shot at making the playoff and, you know, beat Louisville, beat Oklahoma, but lost to Navy, lost to SMU, lost in the worst spots and fell apart. But Cincinnati, while they had a kind of a struggle stretch, um, from Navy to Lane and Tulsa, um, they did what they needed to do. They beat good opponents, and I think they're very, very ready for the playoff. Pitt at Wake Forest. I expected Pitt's defense to show up, but not like this. Holding Wake Forest to a shutout after the first quarter was genuinely impressive, and Pitt just didn't take their foot off the gas. It's a bummer that Pitt's losing their offensive coordinator to Nebraska, unless you're a Nebraska fan, go Big Red, but I mean... They took advantage of a a struggling Clemson and won the ACC and with a good team. 
It's crazy, though. If they hadn't scheduled Western Michigan, they'd probably be in the playoffs right now. If they had just taken, I don't know, Akron, they'd be in the playoff right now. But, hey, I don't know. <laughs> Michigan versus Iowa. Michigan, my gosh, another great redemption story. Two and four last year. Tied for the lowest win count in the Big Ten last year. Harbaugh was so close to being fired. I was one of the people that was calling for his head. And they went 12-1, and gave Ryan Day his first Big Ten loss, had a lot of great wins, and somehow open as an underdog to Georgia. They're going to beat Georgia. I'm just saying it here. But, I mean, and Iowa was supposed to have a good defense, and this is the most anyone scored on them this entire year. I mean, this was a beatdown. I mean, a true true beatdown. I mean, it was painful. And just this entire team just did great. So, and you know, Donovan Edwards just casually threw a 70-yard touch or 75-yard touchdown because he can't. So, shout out the Wolverines. Can't wait to see you in the playoffs. And finally, the most meaningless game this year, USC at Cal. Um, My idiot self didn't do my research and didn't realize Riley wouldn't be coaching this game. If I knew that, I probably would have picked Cal, but hey, I made my bed and I was dumb, so I got to lay in it. Um, there's not a lot of talk about in this game. Jackson Dart did okay for himself, 191, a touchdown. I got to laugh at Cal a little bit, though. They're 5-7, and seven, and if they hadn't lost to the worst team in college football in Arizona, they'd be in a bowl game right now. But no, they had to lose to the worst team in college football. Because, you know, that's the thing to do. <laughs> so, most meaningless game of the season to cap things off. But, hey, it wasn't a bad one. So, again, overall, five picks correct, six wrong. It was painful. Um, look, I know this is going to be a short episode, but I want to do a whole separate bowl one after the Army-Navy game. So, there's only one game this weekend, Army versus Navy. Um and frankly, it's pretty straightforward for me. I'm going to roll with Army here. Um, Navy has had a couple upsets this year. They've been a feisty little team in spots, but Army's just been infinitely better. Um, and Army's losses are respectable. Wisconsin, Wake Forest, upset to Ball State, but they're on a four-game win streak. This is a good team. This is a solid Army team, and I think they want to get one more win in before they go to the Armed Forces Bowl and have a shot at a 10-win season. So I'm going to roll with Army here. Um Obviously, there's no upset alerts. Army's a seven-point favorite? Seven and a half, um, as it stands. No playoff eliminator, playoff set. Number one, Bama versus number four, Cincy. Number two, Michigan versus number three, Georgia. I'll make a full bowl episode soon. Um, but, yeah, I guess this is weird. This is only an 11-minute episode. So, um, yeah, <laughs> with that, I guess I'm your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, recording, as always, from the center of college football. Signing out. Yeah.